Hello everyone, welcome to the third episode of the Golf My First Love podcast show. I am Marissa the golfer who will be your host of today's show. As a young girl, one of my biggest dreams was to become a class A LPGA instructor. So after this fourth year at Chapman, I was looking for a summer job that would give me the opportunity to be able to continue my golf career and teach kids at the same time. And after scrolling through the websites of Indeed and Glassdoor.com, I stumbled upon this academy called Henry Brunton Golf Academy at Strawberry Farms. And I was super excited to be able to take on the position of becoming an intern for their junior summer golf camps and as well as their skill sessions. Today, I would like to introduce a U.S. Kids Top 50 Golf Instructor and a Class A PGA Instructor, Blake Jurgis. Blake, thank you so much for taking your time today to be on the show. Just would like to ask a few questions to learn more about how you grew up with the game. What made you decide to join the PGA of America and become a Class A PGA instructor? And as well as learn more about your NCGP or New Competitive Golfer program and as well as the goals for the academy um, for your junior players. All right, so my first question I would like to ask you as a Cypress native, who introduced you to the game of golf? So my dad introduced me into the game. Okay. He brought me to the uh, miniature golf course. And so him and I would go out there when I was like six or seven. And then I got introduced from Tiger from Cyprus. And Tiger was kind of the influence in my life to be what he was back in the day, which was a fiery guy, was a great golfer. And so kind of having this Cyprus-Cyprus relationship, it was kind of meant to be, oh, a, wow. That's awesome. be a cool golfer. and. Um, kind of made it that way made it cool to become a golfer oh that's awesome have you ever like practiced with Tiger Woods or watch him swing or I've seen him play and okay. um, haven't seen him like in that setting at in Cyprus mm-hmm. um, but you see his scorecard at multiple golf courses of his, his the lowest scores and at an old golf course called Cyprus and then uh, Hartwell and kind of is where you learn how to play golf, which was where he was learning how to play golf as well. Oh, nice. Very cool. Um, so as a Cypress native, so like you grew up there, like your dad introduced you to it. Um, what age did you actually start competing in golf at the game? So my first ever golf tournament, I was in seventh grade. Um, scared. I don't know. It was uh, frightening, but um, I played, I started playing golf when I was about seven. And then the first golf tournament was seventh grade at like the age of 12 and um, fell in love at that point, probably played in multiple tournaments after that, and then kind of more competed more probably the my eighth grade summer, which is gotcha. when I played a lot more golf. Nice, very cool. Do you know which tour you played when you were that age? Like, was it SCPGA, or did they have an SCPGA at that time? Yeah, so I played in a tour called Russ Johnson Junior Golf Tour, and I think oh, it's cool. still around. Um, so it was based out of, like, Long Beach and kind of that whole area. Oh, and nice. Then uh, played an SCBJ Players Tour mm-hmm. uh, at the time, and I played probably a lot of those, and I played a little bit of AJGA um, oh, nice. in high school as well. Oh, that's very cool. Um, in your first tournament, like when you got up on the first tee, were you like at all nervous at all? Like, oh, I was sort of looking at me, and I remember the was that uh, Recreation Nine Park Golf Course in Long Beach. Oh, yeah, I, remember I remember that. Yeah, I remember people 
kind of in the in the background kind of watching me on the par four and I was uh, pretty scared for sure. How did you manage that nerves as soon as like you played more tournaments and like you continued that path? Yeah, I think once you play in a lot of tournaments, you kind of get kind of accustomed to what it, uh, whether pressure feels like or what kind of people are watching you. Mm-hmm. You kind of get accustomed to that. You don't get, you have to do that through experience and it kind of takes time. Yes, yeah. Um, and I think with patience too, I mean, it was, uh, I found it fun to play in golf tournaments. Mm-hmm. Um, probably some people would, and so the more I played, the less nerves I got. And it was, mm-hmm. it was different kind of nerves. It, was, it wasn't like a, I'm scared I'm gonna hit a bad shot. I was more scared of how I'm gonna do well, I guess. Being scared on the on the first team, my first golf tournament till when I played my 20th or 50th golf tournament. Gotcha, yeah, I do agree with you that like the more you play, the more you get used to like the competition. It doesn't like scare you as much. Um, do yeah, you, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, what made you decide to attend the PGA of America right after high school, as opposed to like playing college golf or? Yeah, so actually I played one year at a community college called Long Beach City. And then from there I was like, you know what, I want to become a a golf professional at that point. So I went to Golf County America in San Diego where um, I kind of got invested in the the golf professional world. And so I knew I wanted to become a golf teacher. Mm -hmm. And I kind of followed that path and kind of just dedicated my life to it. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I knew I wanted to help people coach especially kids I, I actually want to become an elementary school teacher as a oh, when I was in high school so so cute <laughs> kind of that age range was my my uh what I loved and oh, uh, awesome. so I put golf and teaching elementary mm-hmm. um kind of the two together so that's where I started um, running junior golf programs and mm-hmm. kind of getting involved in the PGA and I've been a member for now four years or oh, wow. almost five years now it's a long time <laughs> It's yeah. pretty cool. Um, in the PGA of America, do you felt like you learned, got any experience out of it or got any like knowledge out of it being in that school for a long time? Yeah. So I went to, I mean, the golf academy was good because it was, um, only golf specific and it was, um, it was a long time. It was an 18 month program. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, like if I was to go through my education with the PGA of America, it was, uh, it was good because I got a work experience and then mm-hmm. going through the education that the PGA had to offer. Um, it was good to kind of work side by side. It uh, has evolved nowadays. The PGA has changed um, more for the for the golf coach mm-hmm. rather than it was kind of more for the golf instructor. So now it's kind of more of a holistic approach to to teaching the game, and which mm-hmm. is way better today than I when I went to, through the PGA. Oh, okay. How did you hear about Henry Burton Golf Academy? Like right after you you got your license as an instructor. Yeah, so when I was up in Northern California, um, I was offered a direct construction job and I turned it down. It wasn't the right timing for me. And mm-hmm. um, so the guy who came in was one of Henry's old coaches um, oh, up wow. in Canada. So he became the direct construction at the high end country club. And wow. so him and I learned uh, side by side and he was an amazing guy. And so Henry was actually speaking at the Northern California Teaching Summit uh, back in 2013 at the time. Wow. And he, I think Matt was a instructor and he kind of in, informed Henry like, hey, mm-hmm. this guy's great. And one thing led to another, I went out to dinner with Henry um, back in, with Jan- in January 2014. And him and I, he's mm-hmm. like, we're starting an academy in Southern California. I want to know if you're interested. And so um, he got me back down into Southern California mm-hmm. and kind of opened the academy up with him oh, wow. um, in April 2014. Was our first or 2000 actually april 2015 was when we um opened up oh wow you guys like met up somehow like at a 
got like this event and then now you're like working for him for um, sure it was a really it was cool. kind of a divine intervention it was kind of how matt became the director of instruction when i mm-hmm. could have had the opportunity and then henry became um was obviously involved in that and kind of helped out with with matt and his development and so um kind of got introduced mm-hmm. through through that um, experience oh wow that's so cool um now you're at henry Brenton golf academy what was like the first couple years like working here along with gab because i know like a lot of the instructors weren't here yet and like you're just starting with like the camps and the skill sessions yeah so we had absolutely we had zero students we had zero kids we had nobody here um we joke around and we had we're in this room right now where we had a table no tablecloth and we had nothing in this uh building that we're in and um mm-hmm. now we have many brands on the site and um, we have track mans and great facilities, great people, great coaches. We have about nine coaches now on staff. It's but, awesome. <laughs> um, when we first started here, it was crazy. We had to, mm-hmm. we went through a lot of um, outward, um, outward, like went to elementary schools. I actually was mm-hmm. running, um, I went to carnivals and actually was working at the carnivals for the kids mm-hmm. and met a lot of parents through that. At oh, local cool. or at local schools, I partnered nice. up with the uh, SCBGA at the time. Oh, nice. We had um, we we're at the front of the range for probably a hundred hours um, throughout the first four months or five months, just to meet people. Our goal is to meet people as many people as we could Definitely. to yeah. introduce the the academy and what we're about to offer. Oh, definitely. What were your first couple lessons like teaching kids? Was it difficult? Was it? Yeah, I mean, I had an experience of teaching, um, running junior programs up in Northern California. Mm-hmm. Um, so coming down here was a little bit different. I was a lot younger too, so I was 24 and was um, still, I was still a beginner instructor. And, mm-hmm. um, but I, luckily I knew I got to learn from top people that were in the coaching world. And um, it was, it was crazy because we had such small groups and we just kind of want to get at least the numbers in there. And um, it was cool to kind of see the kids and um, get as creative as possible. So we had a lot of space to be as creative as possible. And when you have that space to be open to different games or different opportunities with with these kids, it was a lot of fun to, to explore. It was a lot of exploring. Exploring, yeah. What do you teach like a beginner golfer like who's just starting to play golf? So yeah, as a, as a coach, it's like uh, what you're saying is like self-exploring, but mm-hmm. you have to be... Um, as supportive as possible with those people with that yeah. are learning how to play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, we always would start off with the uh, kind of how to hold the club or how the swing may mm-hmm. uh, may look like and kind of um, demonstrate a lot so they can see what actually the swing would look like and try and see gotcha. if you can um, have them mirror you or copy you. The more mm-hmm. that they can um, see something, the more that they can actually do it themselves, mm-hmm. essentially. And you may need to kind of help them move their body in certain ways because it's a, a new kind of feeling yes uh compared to mm-hmm. maybe another sport that doesn't involve so much twisting and you mm-hmm. have to kind of hit a golf ball that's stationary it's not moving with mm-hmm. a small golf club so um trying to make it as easy as possible and um with the setup and with how the swing may look like that's an easy approach to it Oh, definitely. So you definitely want to stick to like the basic fundamentals, not get too like fancy or like creative with like advanced. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Use beginner language. Use use language that is like a third grader can understand because <laughs> those even the average person can't understand what half the golf instructors know. So you got to be as simple as possible. Don't use the don't use a million dollar word. 
um, make sense for all people. Oh, nice. Of course. That's a definitely feeling like when you won that top 50 US Kids Golf Award back like a couple of years ago. Um, it, I won the top 50 three years ago and, and uh, was a master teacher this past season. Nice. And it was, it was pretty awesome. It's I'm one <laughs> of the youngest winners um, of the whole award and out of a thousand people, or I think if, I think there's been a couple hundred winners now and mm-hmm. it's been, it was awesome to experience that. It kind of uh, jump-started the career a little bit and Definitely, um, yeah. showed the efforts that we put in this academy mm-hmm. and to how much growing the game we were doing here. Because that's what the, the main thing that at the academy we, mm-hmm. how many kids' lives can we um, touch and how many yes, can yeah. we improve and um, the more relationships that you build, mm-hmm. the more it'll, it'll just grow on its own authentically and organically. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how we kind of started the academy. It was on an organic basis, not necessarily hammering out the marketing and oh, all that I stuff. See. Well, that's nice. Like how like all these kids are like willing to come and like they're willing to like um, listen to like your coaching skills. And they, it's kind of cool because like they grow as not as golfers, but as people as well. They can use these skills in, like in high school or even like after college. After yeah, that. it's about yeah. like uh, relationships, right? Yes. It's, it's yeah. not just about the golf swing or what the what the student may learn, but mm-hmm. just getting to know the person on, um, as a, as a real person, not, that'll, that'll take care of itself to, mm-hmm. they'll get better over time, mm-hmm. not necessarily right then and there, but as long as you kind of grow that relationship and mm-hmm. you have that, that relationship for many years, they'll, it'll work out its own. Oh, definitely. Like you help them and guide them throughout their golf career, rather Absolutely. it's like junior tour or high school. That's awesome. Tell me a little bit um, about your new competitive golfer programmers who are like starting to take the game a little bit seriously or starting to like play competitively. How do you like get down to the level to like teach kids that age? Yeah, so they're about the ages of eight to 13. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of either starting to play tournaments or getting introduced in tournaments. And mm-hmm. um, with that relationship, it's kind of like that conversation that you kind of introduce to them. Mm-hmm. Um, their parents are going to support them no matter what. And mm-hmm. as a coach, it's kind of, I can tell the parents, hey, put them in golf tournaments, but it's not... Um, that important because the mm-hmm. parents are there to love them and take care of them and they'll do whatever it takes um, but having the conversation with that child and say hey um, believing in them and saying it's okay like it's okay to fail or it's okay to you're gonna do well or anything like that to, to boost them up and definitely because yeah. um, I think it's uh, the conversations are so important for these kids mm-hmm. it's not just kind of telling the parents, it's kind of having the student one-on-one with you. Mm-hmm. Even at their age of eight years old or 13 years old, they're, mm-hmm. they're going to understand. They're going to give me the right answer. They're going to tell me the, the honest truth. Mm-hmm. And the more you kind of can get that, the authenticity from that person or that mm-hmm. student, it's, um, it'll work itself out. And so they'll play in tournaments and then we can kind of have conversations mm-hmm. about how those tournaments go or, mm-hmm. um, what went well, what didn't go well. And, um, just work together as a team. Yeah, yeah. and it's, and they're and we're helping them with the skills, and they're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not necessarily. Yeah, they're getting better golf swings, but they're getting better skill. They're trying to be better skillful skill um, students okay. and getting getting the ball in the hole as fast as possible. Gotcha. And learning how to do that. That's pretty cool. Um, I heard like you remember last summer you had to like leave like camp for like to watch like a ju- like a PGA Junior League match. How did that go for you, or how did your team do in that match? Yeah, so we had uh, we had four teams okay. at the academy with uh, so t- twelve kids on each team. So we had forty eight kids um, at the academy on this PGA Junior League. We got to choose ten all stars, and we got to go to the next stage, which was just a qualifying stage. We got. We got third place out of the 10 teams there. They only take one. 
Um, we did really well. The kids were rock stars. They were pumping each other up, and um, the teamwork there was really cool to see. I mean, the best part was probably even just going out to dinner afterwards and hanging out with the parents and students, and they, Aww, they just loved, uh, loved the experience and how mm. the PGA really brought in, not just the individual, but as a, working as a team, which teamwork, golf yes. kind of gets, yeah. golf gets away from. Mm-hmm. Um, the teamwork is more of a, such an individual sport, so the PGA Journaling is a great way to the students to kind of get a, um, like other sports of working together and helping each other out throughout the, throughout the nine holes or the 18 holes that they play. Oh, definitely. I agree with you. Even though golf may be such like an individual sport, if you play on a team, you have to like make sure like to motivate your teammates. Um, supporting one another. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So let's say like you're a coach of like a junior league team and one of your players is like not doing that well. What advice? Yeah. I mean, it's just um, continue boosting their self, like their confidence up. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that it's sometimes sometimes things get hard and we understand that we may hit some bad golf shots. Mm-hmm. Um, good shots are going to come. Continue to grind it out. Continue to fight it, even though how hard it may seem or how hard mm-hmm. it may, may look right now. Mm-hmm. Just continue to work hard and continue to fight throughout the adversity, really, and trying to definitely to, yeah. to battle it out. You know, mm-hmm. it may seem like there's some negative things going on, mm-hmm. um, whether it's, it's in the past, move forward and get mm-hmm. kind of move on to the next job. Let go of like the bad shots because, like, the more like you replay that in your head, the more it just gets stuck in your head, as opposed to like thinking about, oh, how what is a way how I can recover? How can I hit like a better shot? And, and it's like the more you keep replaying that, you just you know, your game turns out better. Yeah. yeah, and focusing on it's it's golf is a game of like one shot at a time. Yes. It's one shot at a time. You can't let the you know, the bad shots go. Continue mm-hmm. let let focus on the next one. Yeah, definitely. So at the end of the day, like let's say you're at this like PGA Junior match and you're playing against like another team. What is like the most important for you? Do you think like um, focusing on the score like at the end of the day is most important? Or do you feel like the process of like you know like one shot at a time, going through like pre shot routine, game plan things that you mentioned. Yeah, I think as far as like the, the teamwork goes, it's um, each individual probably has their own sort of process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want to continue that process and kind mm-hmm. of work together and just kind of find that the, the teamwork involved into that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's super important. The score is important as well, just because I know the kids want to do well. Yes. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, like, yeah, if they do great, then good job. But if they don't do well, it's not like it's the end of the world. It's and we're at tw- they're at nine years old, ten years old, eleven years old, twelve years old. It's not the end of the world. These kids are. It's you can't get too hard on them. It's it's just a game. Mm-hmm. If they have fun, know their parents love them. Know that we love them. It's yeah. it's all gonna be okay. Yeah, definitely. Cause I feel like um like kids at that age, like eight or nine, like even if they don't do their best, they can take like away like oh i could work on these shots in order to do like better next time in terms of like the future vision for henry burton golf where do you see this like the direction of the academy in like two or three years from now sessions yeah i think the the programs are going to continue to flourish um mm-hmm. i think the the programs are in a good state right now i think the kids are going to become a little bit older they're going to become better yes. we've had a lot more we've built relationships especially with those kids that are that were 9 10 11 years old now they're turning mm-hmm. 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 years old, and now they're going to high school. So we're seeing more of the, them get a lot better and then mm-hmm. playing more competitive tournaments. Um, but I see not just the academy being here, but at other facilities as well to kind of grow the junior programs, not at either at this facility, but at other facilities and try oh, to, to build um, programs in Southern California mm-hmm. um, similar to ours so that more kids are getting the game and having a 
longer lasting approach to the game rather than kind of a, a one-on-one instructor that mm-hmm. um, gets kind of boring over the, over the time being. So if you kind of create that, that group atmosphere and kind of create mm-hmm. uh, programs to go from one level to the next, mm-hmm. they'll see the, the longer lasting, the kids being in the programs a lot longer and staying in golf a lot longer. Oh, definitely. I definitely think that these junior programs are like good for these kids for them to get like into the game, like at a younger age first. Cause I know like for a lot of kids, they can lose interest very easily. They're not in like a team setting or a group setting. And I think that kind of cool how like you change the games up a little bit every week. So the kids are like not bored doing the same drill, like over and over again. That's pretty cool. Thank you for your time today, Coach Blake. Um, have fun at your NCP um, session today and I'll see you next week. Thanks, yeah. appreciate okay. it. Thanks for listening to Golf My First Love podcast. Thank you to my wonderful Don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Please leave us a note on our Facebook page. We would love to hear some feedback about our show. And be sure to like the page as well. On next week's show, we will hear more about my talk with Karen Tucker um, as her profession is an LPGA golf instructor at Tessa Ranch Golf Club.